Good morning, afternoon, evening, and or night. I'm Ryan. I'm your best friend, Daniel. And we are your small town nerds. Happy holidays and snowy season, everybody. We are your small town nerd podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things nerdy, and in this case, a little bit of something snowy and fun. Daniel, how are you doing today? I mean, I'm doing pretty good. I'm definitely in desperate need of a nap. I'm tired, man. But uh, yeah, I'm good. I just uh, just re-downloaded the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Think I'm gonna play that tonight. Heck and, yeah! Uh, heck yeah! Yeah, that's basically just where I'm at. That's that's everything new in my life. Yeah. How was uh how was Thanksgiving break? It was good. I finally actually had some days off where I did nothing. Very nice. And it was so great. I I, I made yeah. a whole pot of chili and I brought there that you go. brought that to my mom's and no one ate it because it was everyone else's second Thanksgiving and they already ate before. That's unfortunate for oh, the chili. A little bit, yeah. It was good though. I had some. No, it was good. good. Yeah, I think on Thanksgiving I ate three separate Thanksgiving meals, which was a lot because I generally don't eat that much. So I was very full on Thanksgiving, but it was a good break. It was a good break, but good to be back finishing up the last three weeks of school this semester. Then it's winter break, and then we kick off the new year fresh and new and re-energized for the future. Ooh. Yep. Yeah, what you said. I'm just looking forward to uh, my my days off later this month. Yes, that will be very nice. But enough chit-chat. We have a lot of things to talk about. We have a whole bunch of nerd news we have to talk about. And then I know uh, the last episode we were doing our MCU ranking, and we got all the way up to ranking number 20. However, someone deleted their list, and we are not able to continue the ranking this week. So we are pushing that to next week. Hey, I didn't that, delete it. My computer shut down and no, it lost. Your fault. How is it your my fault. fault? Because you turned your computer off. I didn't turn my computer off. It I auto think shuts you did, down. And you no, and you decided to forget about it. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But yes, so we are going to move the last bit of ranking as well as the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special to next week, which will be our big holiday end of the year kind of celebration episode we'll be reviewing our favorite christmas movies as well as the guardians of the galaxy holiday special and then finishing it off with probably the most in character thing for us to do ranking our favorite marvel projects so i guess it all works out in the end today as i said we have a whole bunch of nerd news and then we're going to talk about some of our favorite and least favorite tv shows and movies that came out this year so without further ado i suppose we should probably get right into the nerd news i suppose i will start um i want to say we lost someone very special like uh, about a week and a half ago i just want to say rest in peace to jason david frank he was my favorite power ranger growing up he was the mighty Morphin power ranger uh, green he was mighty Morphin white he was zeal red turbo red and dino thunder black Rest in peace, Jason David Frank. He unfortunately, um, going through some messy personal issues, took his own life about a week and a half ago. Jason David Frank, you will be missed. All right, moving on. 
a little bit of a lighter news, at least kind of a good news. Disney CEO Bob Chapek was fired. Woo! Round of applause, everybody. Round of applause. I don't know why a lot of people seem to hate Bob Chapek. Don't really understand. I think he did some some messy things in the in the business sphere. wasn't very nice. Raised the prices. Made some questionable creative decisions. Which, if if you look at the timeline when former CEO Bob Iger left and when Bob Chapek came in, the quality of the movies and TV shows dropped drastically. The quality of the parks and everything dropped drastically. So I don't think he was a very good CEO. But he has been fired, and Bob Iger, the former CEO, is back in. And Bob Iger was the CEO that oversaw Disney when when Star Wars was bought, when Pixar was blowing up, when Marvel was brought in. He's the guy who gave Kevin Feige the reins to the largest cinematic franchise in history. And he did a lot of good things, so I'm glad that he is back. Daniel, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm glad. Uh, Disney these last few years has been kind of meh. Very, Very meh. It's just been incredibly disappointing. I mean, you've heard us talk about some of the movies and TV shows that have come out earlier this year and how we were thoroughly disappointed with a pretty large percentage of them. But, yeah, uh, yeah it's it, it, it's here's hoping things going forward will be a lot stronger in quality because it seems like they've been going more so for qu- quantity than quantity yeah that's not to say that we haven't enjoyed everything that disney has put out i think marvel phase four is the weakest of the four phases but it also is the most polarized it has some of the best of the mcu and also some of the worst i think things like um wandavision loki spider-man black panther are some of the best of marvel and things like she-hulk and Thor Love and Thunder are some of the worst. So it's a very polarized situation. Yeah, so... But, yeah. Yeah, things ought to get better now. I mean, it's not like they can get much worse, right? Oh, don't say that because it very much could. But moving away from Disney and into Netflix, Netflix, I think it was about a week week ago, a week or two ago, they premiered their new show Wednesday based on the Addams Family character, that show broke Netflix's record for the most hours streamed in its first week, streaming 341 million hours in a seven-day time span, breaking Stranger Things Season 4 record, which had like 330-something. Um, today, I have watched the first two episodes of Wednesday, and I went into it not knowing basically anything about the Adams Family. I did not grow up watching the older movies, I didn't read the comic strips. I didn't watch the recent animated movies. Didn't really care for it. But so far, the show is actually not bad. It's pretty charming. Um, I kind of like the morbid, dry humor that Wednesday has. Um, So I'm probably going to keep watching the show. So props to Netflix. That's a, a nice series. Daniel, I don't think you have watched or heard anything about Wednesday, have you? I didn't even know it was coming out, so there's that. Yeah, I I didn't know about it. Well, I vaguely knew about it. I saw some trailers for it when it was first announced. But as I said, I didn't know anything about Adam's family, so I didn't really care. And then just recently, things have been popping up on my YouTube feed about Wednesday, and I watched a 
trailer and some clips about it, and I was like, I'll give it a try. Kinda and then I like watched the first Tori episode. I think Tori might enjoy it. Uh, maybe I'll um, uh, maybe I'll bring it up to her. Um, but moving on, now we have a huge amount of trailers were released in the past week for no apparent reason. Uh, I don't it was know why. Comic Con Brazil. Okay, and I guess <laughs> it's a big event or something. I don't know. There, there were like more trailers released now than there were when Comic Con San Diego happened. Like we got like four major trailers yesterday. It was crazy. Yeah. Or so over the past two days. So yeah, yeah I think let's, kicking let's off with the in. first. First one let's, we got. An, I, I'm going. I'm talking. You talking? Go enough. go Shut for up. it. You go for it. I am going for it. The first trailer that we got, or maybe not chronologically the first one we got, but the first one on our list here, is a new trailer for the Super Mario Bros. movie, and this gave us a little bit of a better look at the entire cast. Couldn't hear too much of some of the characters. I, I don't think Donkey Kong said anything. Uh, Peach had, like, a pretty big monologue. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is voicing her. She's, like, my celebrity crush. I've said that before, and I'll say it again, because, yeah, that's... Ooh. Uh, also, there was a little bit more dialogue from Mario. I'm still not sure how I feel about Chris Pratt voicing him, but, uh, hey, maybe maybe he'll do a really good job. Yeah, so far it hasn't really sounded like Mario. It sounds much more like Chris Pratt than it does Mario, but we'll see when the movie comes out. I did like the little wahoo that he did. Uh, Charlie Day, he was in He's in a bunch of stuff, I'm sure, but I really mm-hmm. only know him from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He's voicing Luigi, and I think that's perfect. Yeah, I think that's a great cast. I know him from Pacific Rim. He was in Pacific Rim? Yeah, he was like the crazy scientist dude. Huh. I'm going yeah, to have to go movie. watch. Love that movie. Gonna have to go watch Pacific Rim again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, if I'm wrong, I'm gonna look like such an idiot. Yes, you but are. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure I'm right. Uh, this next trailer that we got, I mean this in complete sincerity. This might be the most excited I've been for a <laughs> movie that wasn't Marvel related in ever. Uh, it's phenomenal that they're making this. It's called cocaine bear based on now, a true it, story yes it's based on a daniel Dino, the true story it's inspired by a true story i should say yeah, i so don't it, think so that... i looked it up i looked up the true story and essentially what happened was these drug smugglers were in a plane flying over i want to say canada or northern united states northern northern north america somewhere and they had a whole bunch of cocaine and their plane was too heavy so they had to drop weight. So one of the drug smugglers was, was going to parachute out and drop the cocaine in a duffel bag into the forest below, and he jumped out. Well, he had a faulty parachute, crashed into the forest, and died. The cocaine, a duffel bag full of like 40 packages of cocaine, was just left in the forest. This 175-pound bear discovered it, <laughs> ingested all of it, overdosed and then died and then the rangers found his body found 40 empty packets uh, or packages of cocaine stuffed his body and now it's sitting in a museum i phenomenal i'm just so so thrilled for about 15 minutes that bear was the most apex predator of all time in the history of earth that 175 pound bear could take down a 3,000 pound polar bear no problem. 
I think that bear could take on Godzilla. Probably. But yeah, so the movie, inspired by true events, the bear did not go on like a, a murderous rampage. But I like that they're going this route. And they're very clear that they they are not taking this movie seriously, which I like. Because the, the premise is so absurd, but it looks like a, a hoot and a holler. I can't wait. Yeah, I might have to uh, take some time off work so I can visit you and we can go see this together. <laughs> That's going to be a masterpiece of a film. I, I can't, can't wait. wait. And it's directed by Elizabeth Banks. I don't know who that is. Like, she's like like a big actor. <laughs> like, she she was um the char- she was in Pitch Perfect... Um, she played Effie in The Hunger Games. She was in Charlie's Angels. Um, she was in Power Rangers, The Lego Movie, Forty uh, Year Old Virgin. She's in. Oh, she was in Spider Man. Okay, what's this actress's name? Elizabeth Banks. Oh, was she? Was she one of the? Uh, I think she was working at the Daily Bugle with Peter Parker. I think that she was Betty Brant. Was she? She might have been. Oh, oh, is that who that character was? Maybe it was, and I just don't know who the character was in, in Spider-Man. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so she she's like a, a pretty big actress, and now she's a director for a whole bunch of stuff too. So I, I love that this is a movie she's like, yes, I'm directing that. All right. I, I cannot wait for this to come out. Uh, also, another trailer that we got for a movie that looks like it's going to be wild but in a completely different and less good way uh the mean one the mean one it's a grinch parody horror movie as i said focusing on the character of the grinch although obviously you can't call it the grinch it doesn't have any of those iconic dr seuss names and stuff they have tweaked everything just enough for it to be obvious what it's referring to but without getting in trouble and essentially the, the Grinch, instead of just ruining Christmas, decides to kill families on Christmas. I think this is going to be a terrible movie, but one that I'm going to have to watch just because. Similar oh, to the Winnie absolutely. the Pooh blood and, blood and Honey situation. Yeah, I don't know when this comes out, but I'll be sure to watch it just so I can point and laugh. Um, Comes out December 9th. It comes out It comes out in, in a week. week. What? next week they just released the trailer they probably just didn't want anyone to know that this was happening because they were so embarrassed with the product hey i'm all for it i think it's gonna be it's gonna be it's going to be one fantastic. of the movies of all time it's gonna be one of the movies of all time we're gonna look back on christmas holiday season of 2022 and be like you know what we got avatar the way of water and then we had the mean one those two pillars of cinematic magnitude. That's what carried us through Christmas. Yeah, 2022 is going to be known as the year of the greatest movies of all time, purely <laughs> because of those two. Well, and some other movies, which maybe we'll touch on later. Yeah. And by movies, I mean one particular movie. Yes, we'll get to that. Uh, so there's also a trailer out for a new Transformers movie that I didn't even know was happening. What is it? The Rise of the Beasts? Yes, I had no idea this movie was coming out until I saw the trailer. Um, I've seen four of the last six Transformers movies. I didn't watch Bumblebee, and I didn't watch, what is it, the, the night one, the, the last, last night. actual Transformer. 
the last yeah something like that i, I didn't watch don't that think one i, watched it I, I did bumblebee. watch bumblebee bumblebee was pretty enjoyable i heard bumblebee got some pretty good reviews because it was kind of like a fresh take it wasn't the whole michael bay end of the world explosion extravaganza it was a little bit more of a character driven story yeah so this the kind of right this rise of the beast is this supposed to be in like the original series or is it like in the soft reboot bumblebee series i don't know it, it takes place in the 90s so it takes place before the main set of movies the ones with shia labeouf it's set before that but also after bumblebee so i don't know if it's continuing on from bumblebee or if it's a prelude to the originals or if this is just its own kind of thing i don't really know anything that transformers is trying to do anymore they've kind of lost me on continuity but maybe i'll go see it just to watch some robots fight each other yeah but hey in somewhat brighter news it actually looks a little bit promising indiana jones and the dial of destiny Mm-hmm. uh so i don't ryan i don't know how much exposure you have to indiana jones but never seen them okay well the first three are phenomenal then the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came out, and that was a massive disappointment. That's uh, what I've heard. Yep, but this one looks like it's got that uh, cheesiness, charm, and the same kind of uh, humor that the original movies had. Uh, it does look promising. I'm not going to get my hopes too high up, just because you know it's Disney making it, and they've had some had some real stinkers these last few. Little, however long it's been. Yes, they have, especially with dealing with legacy characters, especially when they're played by Harrison Ford. Yes. So, we'll see how Indiana Jones. I have to say, in the trailer, there was a shot where they de-aged Harrison Ford, and that looked phenomenal. It did. I gotta give him. I gotta give him props. CGI looks really cool. I don't know how believable it's gonna be to watch a considerably older adventure indiana jones dealing with i don't know if they're gonna do a whole bunch of like stunts and stuff no he's not gonna do the stunts it's not gonna be him it's gonna be his horse Uh, i I don't even think he could properly ride a horse without breaking a hip i'm pretty sure that horse was in three quarters of the shots in that trailer well that horse props to that horse he better get top billing yeah uh, but anyways yeah moving on moving on we also got a First trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Had no idea this trailer was going to come out. It popped up, immediately watched it, immediately loved it. Daniel, what are your kind of takeaways? Uh, It definitely, I definitely think this is probably going to be a much darker tone for Guardians. Uh, It looks like things are getting taken a lot more seriously in here. And I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm here for it. It looks great. Uh, especially that shot where they're all kind of floating into some weird web oh, of space stuff. Oh, I hated that planet-looking thing. I hate all wearing... it. has, like, hairs okay, but and Ryan, it's skin. But, but, Ryan, they're wearing, they're a, wearing Among Us They're suits. wearing Among Us suits. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved the, like, the first sequence in this trailer when they land on the planet and the girl throws the ball to Drax. Is that the first then, or like the? I thought that was like at it's the like end. it's the it's the opening sequence, and then Drax picks up the ball and just launches it at the girl's head. It 
So it's still going to be a lot of fun, scene. but I think it's also going to be a lot more of a somber type movie. I don't know if that's the right well, word, but... I think Guardians of the Galaxy get overlooked that they have some heavy emotional beats to them. Oh, like the first absolutely. one had the whole Groot dying situation, and then the second one had the Yondu dying situation. This one is probably going to have either, either or both of Drax and Rocket dying. I'm calling it right now. It's going to be Rocket. You think? Uh, I think Rocket could die. That's what it's kind of leading up to. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if they kill off. Drax as well. I thought Dave Batisto kind of wanted out of Disney and Guardians. That was kind of a rumor like five years ago yeah. before COVID and everything, but I don't know if that still stands. But there was like... I just hope they don't kill all of them. I, I don't know if another Guardians of the Galaxy movie will come out. I, I would love like a TV show. I think that would be really cool. James Gunn did say that this is going to be the last movie featuring these Guardians. So it could there could be more Guardians of the Galaxy movies. It's just not going to be uh, this group that we've grown familiar with. Well, they could kill off Rocket and be like, all right, not the same group. Rocket's gone. Okay, they could do I that. Mean, I don't think that I don't think that they're going to, and I hope that they don't do that. Well, I you ju- they just had the okay. So minor spoiler for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. We'll talk about that next week. But they revealed that Mantis is Peter's sister. Why would they make that big reveal and then just have either both of them or one of them die in this next movie or just not show up ever again? I feel like they're setting up a plot point there and an emotional payoff that's not going to go anywhere if, if they don't show up again in a future project. Um. Yeah. Also, I think, I think some of them are going to be back. Last thing I want to say about this trailer, the suits that they're wearing, like the classic blue and yes. red uh comic book suits they look so f- so great yeah really dig them i really hope really that they comic give, booky. really hope they give peter a more comic accurate helmet that has like the uh sort of dome headpiece uh-huh you know what i'm talking about yes yeah i really want that to happen if it doesn't it doesn't happen but i think it'd be a really really cool addition yeah. So the final little trailer that we got, which is kind of a trailer, kind of not really because it didn't really have all that much new footage, but it is a trailer for a movie that's coming the most recently, at least for the Marvel and Disney stuff. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania got a legacy trailer, kind of showed all the scenes from the original Ant-Man and the sequel Ant-Man and the Wasp, as well as his appearances in Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame. Well, he didn't really appear in infinity war too much but you know what i mean all of his different appearances that he has shown up in kind of merging some of those aspects together and then throwing in a couple scenes from the first trailer as well i think there was like one or two new little shots um at the end so ant-man and the wasp comes out i think in february so that's coming up here real fast yeah it comes out pretty soon um Last night, okay, this is a little bit of a tangent, but last night I had a dream that I woke up and I genuinely thought was real, that uh, Spider-Man got announced and it was coming out in July of 2023, and I was so excited. I woke up this morning, I went on YouTube, and I tried to look up a trailer for it because in in my dream that also came out, and it wasn't Mm. there, and I was just so depressed. That's it. I I have seen on YouTube a whole bunch of rumor stuff about Spider-Man 4. I don't know if anything official has really been made 
It's not going to come out until well, the soonest so of time, mid 2024. Your dream isn't far off because according to this site, there have been reports that Sony wants Spider-Man 4 to be released in July 2024. So you were just a year off, but the month was spot on. Pretty yeah. accurate. I mean, it's not really that hard to figure out because the first two movies in the franchise were both released in the summer. But... I think they were both released in July, actually. So you had a 50-50 shot yeah. of getting it right. Yeah, all right. Anyways, uh, I think that's all we've got for our... That's all we got for nerd news. Yes, that was a lot, but we covered it kind of rapidly. So that means we can spend a whole bunch of time on this little segment where we're going to talk about... Not a whole bunch of time, Ryan. I do still want to take my nap. Okay, maybe a wee bit of time talking about our favorite movies and shows as well as our least favorite movies and shows and a sprinkle of some things that we kind of thought were... Maybe a little disappointing or a little meh or a little kind of cool, but not really. Yeah. So uh, we just came up with a list of, gosh, how much do you think is on here? Like 40 I things? Know. No, there's no way. There's probably like 30. Okay. So there's 30, like 30 boom. things on this list that we got here. There's 28. Okay. So we've got 28 things on this list. We're not talking about all of them. That's no, we are not, way too many. We're gonna a lot of them of... we already talked about. And, you know, yeah. really quick, let's just go over the things that we talked about, starting with what was, you know, bad. So we've got Rings of Power, yeah. we've got She-Hulk, we've got Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, we didn't really talk about it, but uh, Turning Red, not, yep, that not was great. A, it was a cute That was a story, Disney, animated, was, Disney yeah. animated movie about a girl going through puberty, turning into a red panda. Not my kind of film. I, I don't I really did watch connect it, and with I the, really just wasn't a fan. Well, that is your kind of film on a really weird level. You relate to a middle school girl going through puberty. I guess that's kind of strange, yeah. but I guess you relate. Uh, some um, other stuff yeah. that we talked about that was, you know, actually good in our opinion. House of the Dragon, Miss Marvel, which I did really like. Werewolf by Night, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special we're going to talk about last week or next week. Words are hard. We talked about it last week. Yeah. Uh, we're time travelers now. Uh, Black Panther Always Wakanda happened. Forever. Um, Ryan, did you say anything about Barbarian? Um, yes, I talked about how kind of I think I talked about Barbarian. I vividly remember talking about Barbarian, but I'm not 100 percent sure that I did. Whatever. I'm pretty sure I did though. If we want to touch on that a little bit, we can. Uh, the Sandman came out. That was another really enjoyable show. That was on Netflix. Everything at Everywhere All at Once. I talked about that. It was great. If you haven't watched it, check it out. Uh, and then Dahmer, that was another really good thing that, well, I shouldn't say a good thing. It was very well made. Uh, it was a well, yes. <laughs> I think that's a better phrase. I, I don't necessarily think it was good because it was kind of weird and creepy, but well made. Yeah. It's probably the better phrase. So now let's just kind of touch on some stuff that we didn't talk about yet this year. Uh, something that might've come out at the beginning of the year when we weren't recording or something that came out when we were recording and just didn't, uh, didn't come across our dashboard, I guess you could say. So yeah, they just didn't release within our recording time frame, or maybe they kind of flew under the radar a little bit more or things just didn't align properly for us to review. And we're going to talk about some of those things. Yeah. So Daniel, is there one that you really want to touch on first? Yeah. So let's just kind of go down the list, I guess. Uh, something sure, that, why not? something that came out, I think February of this year, a Netflix original, I, well, I think it's based on a podcast or something. I don't know. 
but it's called Archive 81. Uh, it's sort of like a suspense thriller series. Uh, it already got canceled, which is a huge disappointment because the show was... That sounds like Netflix. It was awesome. I watched the entire thing in like two days. Uh, and it was the type of thing that actually had me on the edge of my seat wondering what was going to happen next. Uh, there's like some weird time travel-esque stuff. Uh, this guy's in like a house in the middle of the woods and he's restoring some tapes and he discovers this cult from like 30 years ago. It's, it's weird, but it's very interesting. I definitely suggest checking it out. It is on Netflix. So yeah, definitely, definitely do that if you have a chance. Heck yeah. Uh, um, I guess I'll, I'll take the next one. The next one I wanted to talk about isn't necessarily something that flew under the radar. We may have touched on it little bits because it's a Marvel project. It is Moon Knight. It was released in the spring this year. Um, I really enjoyed this movie, or not movie, this this show. I understand that it's not the best made. There are some big issues, especially with the last episode, kind of going all Power Rangers, big Megazord kaiju fight. I acknowledge that, but I am a lover of mythology. I'm a lover of kind of psychological storytelling. And this show combined those two interests for me in a very interesting way. I loved the inclusion of these Egyptian gods who are not like Thor and Odin and Loki where they're more so aliens. But these are like actual like gods. And I don't know how that how those beings fit in with the gods that are shown in Love and Thunder with beings like Hercules and Zeus and Thor. I don't know how those two spheres interact, but I'm really interested in finding out. And then the duality of Mark Spector and um, why am I blanking on the other the other one's name? I'm also blanking. Was it? Well, the duality of Mark Spector and his his multiple personalities. Oh, Stephen Grant. That's yeah. his name. Um, I I love the interaction between the two personalities. I thought it was really interesting and. And emotional to watch them kind of form this brotherly relationship when they are the same person. I thought it was really cool. And I think it doesn't get enough enough love and praise. So I got to give a thumbs up to Moon Knight. Uh, something that also doesn't get a lot of love and praise was the Obi-Wan Kenobi series that came out on Netflix. And for good reason... Uh, it was a pretty. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you think it deserves love and praise? No, it's uh, it, it was a very mid show, mid meaning, you know, subpar. In case you're not up to yes. date on the youth lingo, slightly disappointing, slightly um, disappointing, I would say. Yeah, the I don't even know what her what, what was it like Riva or something like that. Riva, Riva, I believe her name was the Fifth sister or something like that. The Inquisitor, that was like the main antagonist. She was so obnoxious. Yeah, uh, if, you, if you want to make a character that's good and intimidating, look at Darth Vader. He is always always has a pretty calm demeanor, and that's kind of what makes him threatening. Well, Darth Vader is in this show. He, he is. didn't want to use him. Yeah, uh, and she screams so many lines that don't need to be screamed. And in the, what is it, first or second episode when they're kidnapping Leia. Spoiler alert, I don't care. It came out a while ago. They did it like three times in the in one season of six episodes. They kidnapped and rescued Leia like two or three separate times. But the one specific one that I want to talk about 
is when they're running through the woods and it's this like basically toddler <laughs> who's at a who's at a waddle speed for these adults and they can't catch her they're practically <laughs> walking to catch up to her and it oh she walks under a branch and they stop they're like oh what are we gonna do there's a branch at hip level what are we gonna do it's oh in- you are paid bounty hunters shoot her well they don't want her dead shoot her with a taser yeah if only there was a thing established in star wars that was canonically set your phasers to stun or something like that i don't know that, I, that is obi-wan had so many issues going into it i really thought it was going to be this kind of emotional psychological reflective character study of obi-wan reflecting on his mistakes that he made with anakin and then him confronting those mistakes as they embody Darth Vader, I thought it was going to be this really cool, emotional second interaction or first interaction between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. Um, and when, when when they introduced Leia, I was like, oh, that's a cool like little one episode kind of thing they're doing. And then she was around for the entire show. If she was around for an episode or two, fine. I can, I can acknowledge that. I know they can't have him interact with Luke because that causes too many issues down the road but i thought it became more of of like the obi-wan and leia show than the obi-wan and darth vader show which is what they were advertising it as yeah i I just yeah i thought they made some very obvious mistakes yeah so in this last week i watched all of the mandalorian and all of the book of boba fett and both of those are better than obi-wan kenobi was uh mandalorian is peak Disney Plus. It is one of, if not the best original that they've come out with. Mm-hmm. I cannot express how excited I am for season three to come out next year. Which looks really good. Looks really good. Yeah. Um, so. But anyways, enough about mo- Obi-Wan be better. Yeah. At least they're probably not going to do a season two. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, something else. I would love an Anakin or Darth Vader show. All right. Sorry. I'll stop interrupting. Okay. Something else that came out this year that was before. We but. Okay. I'm just kidding. I hate you. Something else that I'll do came it again. You just did. <laughs> <laughs> Something else that came out this year before we started uh, our podcast again was Stranger Things season four. And unless you've been living under a rock or just got birthed within the last six months, uh, you know that Stranger Things is a very popular show, and it, it's for good reason. It's a great show. Um, this new season, one of the better ones, definitely better than season three was in my opinion. And uh, I'm excited for the last season to come out, what, like 2024, I think? Yeah, yeah, I think it's probably going to be like 2024, and I believe it's going to be the last season as well of Stranger Things. It, I think it is going Things to be the last season. Will be, it will be the last, which I think is fitting. Where they left off with Stranger Things 4, kind of all the group has rejoined together. Eleven, spoiler, Eleven has her powers back. They're kind of in this good situation where they can focus on destroying the last remnant of evil, which I'm assuming is going to be the Mind Flayer again, which is the that's the one thing that I don't necessarily enjoy the most about Stranger Things is that it's like the same villain multiple times. Like they had the Demigorgon in season one, and then it was the Mind Flayer in season two. It was the Mind Flayer in season three, and then it was Vecna, but Vecna was really just working for the Mind Flayer in season four. So... I guess I don't really have that big of an issue because a lot of shows just do that with the big villain. 
Yeah, I mean, but look, I don't know. Look at the Flash. I think basically every season the villain ended up being Reverse Flash. I only watched the first two seasons because after that it really fell off. But yeah, uh, I which w- is not to not to take away from Stranger Things. I think it's an excellent show and I really enjoy it and I really love it. Um, I just thought they could do a little bit more creative stuff with the 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 dark, mysterious, um, upside down realm. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I like the mind flare. And just something to keep in mind for season five: don't get too attached to who's pro- whoever's going to be the fan favorite character because they have a history of killing the fan favorite character. Well, everyone thought Steve was gonna die. Spoiler: he didn't. Hey, which shocked me. Season, well, he season might five. still. He might still die. Yeah. I could see them killing off L. I don't think that they would. Like they sacrif- like she makes the sacrifice to to destroy the upside down once and for all. I mean, yeah, I could see it happening, but at the same time I don't think that they will just because she is the main character of the show and it's like her that's been fighting for this normal life. I think that uh, it's gonna be a big payoff if she can finally have it and you I know, suppose. just be a normal kid. Anyways, enough about Stranger Things because Everyone else talks about it in real life and on other podcasts that I don't listen I to. Uh, we're yeah. Let's just keep chugging along. Uh, <laughs> the Boys season three masterpiece. That entire show is amazing. Yeah, I love the show. I, I it's a fantastic. I don't want to say parody of the superhero genre. No, it, but, it is. It's a parody. But it's kind of became its own thing now. Like, it started off kind of poking fun at all the superhero tropes, but it really has became its own its own subgenre of the superhero yeah. sphere. So if anyone doesn't know what The Boys is, uh, imagine if superheroes were all corporate-owned and, you know, really bad people. That's basically The Boys. They do really terrible things. That are also kind of believable because people actually do those things. Yeah, and let me just say, Homelander, he's an awful person. Best character of the show. Oh, fantastic. I, I can't wait to see what happens in season four because you know he he has snapped. Yeah. And he is about to go off, and I can't wait to see it. it so, yeah, yeah. The boys, fantastic show. Amazon, you failed with Rings of Power, but the boys is holding you alive. If they screw over season four, it's game over. Yeah. Amazon's on a thin thread right now. But there is a show later on in this list that I want to touch on that Amazon made that I really enjoy. So, but before we get to that. Uh, Something else that came out fairly recently was uh, Smile. Uh, When it was being advertised, I didn't have any plans to actually go see it. But I signed up for this thing through AMC. It's like a movie pass, whatever. It's 20 bucks a month. You get to go to up to three movies a week. So it's a great deal. I figured, screw it. I don't have anything else to do this night. I'm going to go see Smile. I did. And it was, uh, it was all right. A movie? It was all right. Yeah. Nothing. That's what I saw. It, it looked like a cool premise, but nothing that would really be groundbreaking. Yeah. And uh, so. should I, do you want me to, I'll try, uh, whatever. I'm going to spoil it a little bit here. Uh, you know how in all these movies, it's always like, you know, the the good guys are trying to beat the bad guys, and then somehow the good guy always wins. Yeah. Yeah. No, not in this one. Heck yeah. Yeah. So that's good guy dies. Uh, yeah, good guy dies, and the cycle continues. Fantastic. Love a little mix up. Yeah. So that I did really appreciate that. Um, an- another thing that 
movie that I saw, what was it, two weeks ago now? Week and a half? Whatever. Uh, I saw them. I went to go see The Menu. Uh, The main reason I saw this was because it stars Anya Taylor-Joy. And... (laughs) Of course. It was actually a very well-made movie. Uh, I would say probably one of the better movies, new movies, I should say, that I saw this year. Um, I believe... It was a very pleasant surprise. The main... Yeah, the main guy, Chef Slowick. Is that, it? Is that how they pronounce his name? I don't remember, but He's go on. played by Ralph Fiennes. He is the actor who played Voldemort. Really? Yep. Okay. Just for your now, fun factual information. Now that you say that, I do see... I, I can see it. Um, yeah. The guy that uh, Margot, the main... This is this this is the alternate history if, if Tom Riddle became a chef <laughs> instead of Voldemort. This is what he became. Yeah. The, the main actor that... Not main actor, I should say. Uh, the actor that was there with Margot, the character played by Anya Taylor-Joy, so, like, her dates, I guess. Mm-hmm. He is played by a guy. That, Nicholas Holt? Yeah, I believe that he played uh, J.R. Tolkien in the Tolkien show. He did. He In the movie, Tolkien. Oh, it was a He movie. also played Beast in the X-Men movies. Re- uh, okay. All right. Did he not pick up on that? I didn't. I don't know. Well, he's blue. So you recognize him from Tolkien, a movie that (laughs) made like no money, but you didn't recognize him from X Men, a movie that you've literally seen in theaters. I don't know if I've seen any of the X Men movies in theaters other than Logan and Deadpool. He was in uh, Dark Phoenix. I didn't see Dark Phoenix in theaters. I didn't see that for the first time until like a year after it came out. I I thought we went to see it in in theaters together. You might have gone, but I did not. Are you sure? I'm positive. The first time I saw... Uh, What about Days of Future Past? Days of Future Past, I didn't see that in theaters either. But you've seen them. Yeah, I've seen them. I just didn't... So how don't you recognize him? Because I'm an idiot. (laughs) Come on. Um, Yeah, no. The first time I saw Dark Phoenix, I was... Well, hey, hey, Daniel. Just to let you know, Anya Taylor-Joy was also in an X-Men movie. I'm sure you probably forgot that little factoid, too. What X-Men movie? She was in New Mutants. Oh, yeah. I forgot New Mutants was X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, Daniel. You're losing your nerd cred. I am. Um, your license is going to get revoked. No. The, the, just really quick. The first time I saw Dark Phoenix, I was probably the sickest I have ever been on a plane. Uh, that movie probably made it worse. It did. I'm convinced that it did. <laughs> it was like a fever dream of a movie. Every time I watch like clips of that movie, I'm like... Even now, it, it's gotten worse. Yeah, I I bought a physical copy of it just because I want to have a collection of every superhero movie ever, and mm-hmm. I still have not watched it again since I was violently ill on a airplane. Yeah, no, just watching the scenes of, of of that movie, like all the heavy dramatic scenes that are supposed to be like the big, big action set pieces and stuff. I'm just watching like, come on. Come on. It, whereas This is the best that X-Men can do. I will say one of my favorite X-Men movies was in that like reboot series, uh, and it was First Class. I really enjoyed First Class. Well, Nicholas Holt was in that movie as well. Yes, he was. So now that you... You forgot that one. Yes, I did. I, Sorry. Okay, another right. thing that I watched that I don't think Ryan did was The Bear. That is on Hulu. Uh, it's about a guy whose brother, I believe, kills himself. Uh, so a little bit dark in that turn interesting but uh it doesn't focus on that too much uh the brother leaves this guy uh his restaurant 
that's failing. And, um, yeah, it's about him just trying to keep the whole place afloat. And it's, it, it was, a, I don't even know a what to say. It was, it was very well made and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it's only like six or eight episodes. You could probably watch it in a day if you're not doing anything else. Yeah. So, well, Daniel, I do not appreciate you lying to our audience. The bear is actually about the bear from Cocaine Bear, but before he found the cocaine. It's his origin story. Yeah, you see, uh, this guy... It's a psychological dramatization of what it's like to be a bear in modern society. That's true. Uh, This guy, actually, after the events of the show, the bear, goes on a hike in the... I don't know where where the bear... The cocaine bear movie takes place, but he goes on a hike in that wilderness and he finds a massive brick of cocaine, eats the whole thing, and he gets magically transformed into a bear. <laughs> he becomes a bear. Yeah. It's Brother Bear. That's exactly what it is. It's the live action adaptation of Disney's The Brother Bear. Oh my gosh, Ryan, it's all tying together. Did we just <laughs> solve Hollywood? We did. We fixed it. Case closed. We are never making the podcast again. We are we're going straight to California. All right. Hell yeah. We're huge. This is our franchise. Okay. The bear, brother bear, cocaine bear, conspiracy confirmed. All right. Okay. Whatever. Go ahead with your, I think it was the Amazon Prime show. Yeah. So it's Amazon Prime show. It's called Reacher. I think it got released in like January. I watched it over winter break. Really? No, no, I didn't. I watched it, I think, right after I watched Obi-Wan in the summer. And this this show, so much better than Obi-Wan. It is so the character of Jack Reacher is based on I think a collection of short stories or or novels. Um, he's this former military guy who's kind of a a hobo. He walks around towns and solves these murder crimes and stuff. He's kind of like a detective. They did make I think a movie maybe two um, in the early two thousands I believe with uh, Tom Cruise as the main actor. Now, that's all fine and dandy, except Jack Reacher is supposed to be this behemoth of a man, like 6'3", 200-plus pounds of just pure muscle. Tom Cruise is like 5'5". Not intimidating. Sorry, Tom Cruise. The actor that they got for Reacher, I don't know. Let's see. His, His name is Alan Richson. He is an absolute behemoth in the show. Um, his, his dialogue and delivery is right on point. He is so confident and clear with his points as a detective. It's a fantastic show. The action uh, fight sequences are awesome. The comedy is good. Um, the plot is compelling. I think it was an underrated show that not many people heard about because it was an Amazon Prime show. Didn't really get much advertisement. Not as big of a character. Not as big of a blockbuster uh, story definitely worth a watch though if you have amazon prime and have some time to kill i think it's going to get a season two i think it was confirmed but they haven't done anything with it i think it definitely deserves it because it was an awesome show so yeah i might check it out i don't have time though so we'll we'll see well maybe someday uh, uh dan do we want to talk about uh, the, probably the biggest movie of the year and the last movie that we're going to talk about. Uh, yeah, the biggest movie of the year is an understatement. It is the biggest movie of the century, millennia. No, all time. Nothing will greatest ever movie, top this. Greatest piece of artwork ever made. Cave paintings, no. Mona Lisa, no. Eiffel Tower, not even close. This movie is peak human invention. Yeah, 
if you look it up on uh, the box office records, it doesn't actually show up just because they don't want us to know how incredibly it did in theaters, how much money it this, just pounded. This was the first intergalactic hit. Every planet in the universe has watched this movie and it has became the national, international, intergalactic, interuniversal icon of history. And that movie. And prehistory and every, every, everything, everywhere, all at once. And that movie, of course, is Morbius. Boom. Need we say more about Morbius? Need we say anything about this masterpiece? When I saw this thing in Walmart, I didn't even bother trying to find a DVD or Blu-ray copy. I got this thing in 4K so I can appreciate every single pixel, every pore on Jared Leto's face as he just nails the hell out of this role. Yeah, well, I got this movie in Braille so I could feel the emotion through my fingertips. Oh my god, Ryan, I can't believe you managed to one-up me again. <laughs> the The emotion was just so palpable in the little bumps on the on the stone tablet that I got it on. The images engraved in stone tablets. Now I and the dialogue I, written in hieroglyphics. I know I talk about this a lot, but Ready Player One, The Oasis, when that finally comes out, the first thing that they're going to do is recreate Morbius so that we can actually be a part of the movie because that is how impactful it is on society. Exactly. President of the United States 2024, Morbius. Not even Jared Leto. The, it's Morbius. The metaverse, the metaverse universe president, Morbius. The new Fortnite crossover, Morbius. MCU f Phase 7 Big Bad after Kang, Morbius. Need we say more? I, I don't think it's possible to understate how good this movie truly is. God of War, after Kratos finally kills Jesus, he's going to meet his matchmaker in Morbius. That, yeah. Kratos has killed Zeus, Thor, probably, haven't played the new game, heard a lot of good things. He probably has killed Thor. He'll probably kill Jesus, and then he will die at the hands of Morbius because he is unstoppable. I, I can't wait for Morbius 2 to come out. Morbin time. Ryan, I think that we need to develop a time machine just so that we can fast forward like 70 years to when the MCU has still, it still is the MCU, but instead of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's the Morbius, <laughs> the Morbius Cinematic, Cinematic Universe. Universe. He's going to be the only character in any Marvel movie or show or project ever produced. It's just going to be him in a multitude of wigs and costumes. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Yes. Jared Leto is going to play every single role to perfection because he's the greatest actor ever. And if you can't afford to go out and buy it yourself, which, you know, that's blasphemy, you should sell your house, sell your car, sell your children yes. if you have to, so you can go buy Morbius. Everyone needs to own a copy. It's this generation's Bible. You know when um, Apple released the iPhone... And Apple Music always had that weird album of U2 pre-downloaded onto your phone or device. Well, when Elon Musk comes up with the brain chips and implant them in our brains so we can interact with the internet via our minds, Morbius will already be pre-downloaded because he knows what you want. 
before you want it. You won't even be able You'll to have Morbius with you. You won't even be able to turn it off. It's going to be constantly going in the background. So you, everyone will be able to tell you every line of the movie word for word in the order they come out. Yeah. It's going to be that weird application on your computer that's just always running and always wasting computer space. But you're not mad that's about That's Morbius. It. No, because you love it. Because it's the greatest thing ever. I love Morbius so much. It's a movie. And the movie. And Matt Smith was in this too. Matt, this was Matt, Matt Smith's year. He had a movie with the, with Morbius and the best TV show I think of the year, House of the Dragon, in my opinion. But I'm a Game of Thrones nerd, so probably. Yeah. Um. So truly, that's peak cinema. Truly of year of cinema. You know, we were also Morbius. We were also going to touch on some video games. We still could if you want to, Ryan, but I don't know if we're going to be able to top Morbius. I think we have to we have to end with the highest note of all, which is Morbius, I think. Okay. Well, so thank you guys for listening to our massive appreciation for Morbius. Truly, it, it's just going to be the only movie anyone's ever going to watch again. Uh, yeah, so thanks for listening to that, and also us talking about all the other projects that have come out in 2022, and the trailers for stuff we're looking forward to in 2023. Uh, I'd like to say thank you to I Fight Dragons for the use of our theme song, The Geeks One Hair at the Earth. It's off the album Kaboom, great band, great album, great music, check them out, please. Um, if you want to get in touch with us for any reason, you know, maybe you want to share your appreciation for Morbius, which... I mean, obviously you have it. Everyone does. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at smalltownnerds, no spaces, spelled exactly how you would think. Or you can email us at sttpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, I think that's everything that I've got to say. Ryan, anything you want to add? Nothing really, other than stay morbid. Yeah, it's... 2023 is the year of the morb. It's the year of the morb. Bring that energy in- to indeed everything. Indeed it is. All right, guys, thanks again for listening. We will see you next week with our final episode of the year. Uh, Until then, stay frosty, don't die, and yeah, bye. Bye Bye-bye.